Hola, hola, RGV. Welcome to RGV Gal Podcast. This is your host, Emily Cepeda. So hi, guys. Welcome to today's first episode ever. So this is going to be kind of like a little introduction to who I am, what this podcast is going to be about. And from here on out, you can decide if you want to stay. So my name is Emily Cepeda. I am currently 22 years old. I kind of forget that sometimes, not going to lie. But I am from Mission, Texas. I am the oldest out of five children. Uh, my parents are from, my father is from Monterrey, Nuevo León, and my mom is from Reynosa. And I'm currently at Texas A&M University studying um, agricultural communications and journalism with a minor in Spanish. The reason this podcast came along is because I've always loved the RGV since I was back home. So when I was presented the idea of starting a new project, I knew I wanted to highlight people, entrepreneurs, businesses from the Rio Grande Valley, just because when I got here, everyone kind of started, the whole 956 thing became really emphasized and it became kind of like a really proud moment here in college. So it was like, why not bring that highlight back to someone who doesn't know anything about the valley you know so with me today i have a really special guest with me um i forgot to mention i am currently the president of the mexican student association at texas texas a&m university and i have a really special guest with me his name is jan padilla and he is my vice president jan you can introduce yourself hi everyone hola mucho gusto um Hello everyone, my name is John Padilla. I am from Alamo, Texas. I'm currently a junior by years at Texas A&M, but I'm graduating this uh, upcoming August and, and I'm very, very excited. And so, yes, as, as Emily has mentioned, I am the vice president for the Mexican Student Association and I am very proud and I have enjoyed it this whole year, um, meeting new people from all over Texas and learning, you know, their different uh, family Mexican cultures, you know, because every, every family is different and it was, it was such an amazing time. Thank you for that, Jen. So starting off, would you give us a little bit of background? Why is the RGV so special to you? So the RGV has basically been, you know, where I was born and raised. <laughs> um, I don't know any other place that I would call home. Um, you know, uh, there is my family, you know, from, from Mexico, they live right across the border. And, you know, that's, it's, it's just, it's, it, it just feels like home to me. And um, every time, I would go to, uh, you know, every time, every weekend on Saturdays, I would go to uh, Rio Bravo, which is um, a city back in, uh, across from Alamo and Donna area and the Rio Grande Valley. And every weekend we would go visit my, my family there, my great, great uh, grandparents. And it's just it's those small moments that um, made it very, very special to me as uh, growing up and then also growing up, you know, being the oldest of all my cousins and siblings, you know, um, I grew up, you know, differently than, you know, these new generations with all these technologies and whatnot. I grew up in El Rancho, you know, <laughs> it's, and sometimes, but, you know, I got to spend time with my, with my grandparents, you know, 
you know, learning different things from El Rancho, but also at the same time in the Valley, you know, I would, um, you know, with the city as well, you know, um, it was best of both worlds. That's how I see it. <laughs> but what makes it most, most memorable is just that, you know, as a little kid, um, every time I would go to Mexico, I would see all these families, you know, that didn't have a voice. And, you know, being born in the United States, you know, I thrive to be that voice for other people who were unfortunate, you know. And so that helped me pursue a career in the medical field, which is what I'm studying at Texas a which is a, a allied health a pre-nursing uh, track. So, you know, I wanted to open my own little, like, clinic so I can help those unfortunate individuals, you know, with, uh, you know, with whatever medical needs that they might need, you know, and uh, as a little kid, I, I stuck with my word and up to this day, I, I am still stuck with that word and, you know, the Valley is just such an amazing place personally, just because, um, you know, in every corner, some people might say, you know, that there is not a lot of things to do in the valley but for me i you know there's so much to do you just need to look for the right places you know with when you find a new place every single day like you know it's just an adventure personally rather than like a very common place like oh let's go to i don't know um, i don't know whataburger or something like that you know at a, at a simple place but like at the valley you have like a show you know, small businesses everywhere in the valley, and that's what makes it more memorable for me. I agree. I agree with everything. <laughs> I agree with everything that you said, and um, I really love having Jen here with us today, just because I know many, um, or not many, but a few might say like, "But you moved out of the RGV." You know, like how great can the Rio Grande Valley be if you left for college? But I feel that. Well, I know many of us, especially like in the org that we're in, um, they move away to gain new experiences, but ultimately you do want to go back and give it all back, you know? So can you guys kind of give us a little explanation or um, an example of that in your current life? So, um, you know, I'll, uh, for me, it's more towards like a family track, you know, like family is really, really important to me, you know? Growing up, you know, like I, like I had said, like every single weekend, my whole family would get together, you know, in Mexico, and we would be in a very like you know, like we would always meet up at my great great grandfather's house that he built with his bare hands, like from he's a two story house, but he started with a first story house and he built it up slowly to a second story, so that. It just makes it more memorable and we would all meet up there to spend time with my great-grandfather and he actually taught our family to be united no matter what situation is and but to this day you know being up here in college station you know it's six hours drive like you know it's not an easy drive just to be like like other people who live like in austin or houston <laughs> like you know like Oh, I'm gonna go visit my family. I'll be back like you know tomorrow, or you know the you know I'll be like home for the weekend. You know it's not like that. You know, for someone living in the valley, like it takes a good amount of drive to go back and forth. Like it's not easy, and 
you know um but to answer your question um it will be you know family comes first you know for me and you know in the valley all my family is there and i don't see anybody else living anywhere <laughs> no yes i agree i feel like that is a huge part of the valley um really being like being family oriented because <clears throat> i feel like everyone's so nice and you can go different places like you can go to san antonio like Austin, oh yeah definitely and people are nice but the valley is like a different type of nice like I feel yeah. like too trustworthy. Like we trust a lot. Like we could meet someone at the store and be like, "Vengase por un café," you know? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I feel like we're like that, right? Yeah, and then also what what I tell my you know my family like like there was times where I said like I would like to live in San Antonio or Austin, you know, big cities, you know. But then I remember. No, those are two big cities. And then like every time we would go visit, like and also like another thing, like um, you know, family trips as well. Like you know, if you want to go to Six Flags or something like that, like it's like it's you're united, you know, with your family. Like you don't like oh, let's go to San Antonio. Like and then like if you live in San Antonio, like, for example, Six Flags, um, like oh yeah, Six Flags is there. Yeah, yeah, I seen it. You know, it's gonna it doesn't make that you know an adventure uh, as it is. You know, like. Personally, for me, I like adventure, and I want that for my family when we go, you know, on trips. And so, for example, if I were to live in a big city, we wouldn't have that, just because like I'll be very bored at it, and I'm like, yeah, I seen it constantly every single day, and there's traffic as well. So, no. <laughs> no, I agree, and I feel like, like not gonna lie, I feel the valley has so many things to offer still, like the beach. I feel we have. Yeah. It. Not even like I know for you. How far away is it? Like an it's hour. It's like uh, like an hour, hour thirty-ish, depending. Yeah, for me too, and it it's just right there, and yeah, it's so close. And then we have like um, the rodeo that comes. Like we have so oh, many yeah. things. And like let's not <laughs> start talking about the scary parts of the valley, like <laughs> stuff, like La Lomita. Like, wait, wait, wait. So and then the, yeah, yeah, and then there's also that. Oh. What was it? I think it's a San Juan hotel or something like that. The oh, hotel. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, uh, so many things in the valley, and I feel like that is one of the reasons, like, why the RGV Gal was created to not just only highlight businesses. Obviously, we do want to like bring in everyone who's like growing the valley, and like, mm-hmm. I person personally like want to bring in Taqueria Mari because I want to know her like their story uh, and how yes. they grew. You know. It's yes. so crazy. Like I want to know their story, and I'm pretty sure so many people do as well. But I really want people who are not from the valley, and when they hear like nine five six, they don't just think of like the stereotypical like like I've heard it before where people think we like there's balaceras every day or like yeah. the oh, balaceras yeah. from like Reynosa reach us like that <laughs> shootings. I've heard it, and they're like. But you know when Mexico they fight, do they like not reach you guys? And I'm like, no, like the valley is really <laughs> safe. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of breaking that, down those stereotypes. And then in episode two, we will be covering those more with two other people. But I think that is one of the main things, like why this podcast was created, to kind of bring attention to all the good things as well. I mean, there are like obviously like current issues that have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, related to the border and immigration and stuff like that. And oh, yeah. I think that obviously no other state is going to deal with it as hard as like the valley because we 
because you live like miles away from the border. <laughs> and you and I live like less than ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you look it on the map, and I was showing it to one of my friends, you know, here at A and M, they're like, "So how close are you to the border?" And I'm like, "Well." You know, driving-wise, I mean, I could go like probably ten minutes or less. <laughs> It's just there. It's just there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I always think about this. How I feel on um, the RGV. We live like the best of both worlds. You know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's one thing I really love about the valley. Like, you know, you have, for example, a city called Progreso. You know, that's a good example of the best of both worlds right there. You have Progreso, on which is you know on the United States side. Over here, we there is you know a lot of like modern stuff. You know, like very like process things as well. You know, very the cosas nice. You know, people would say. <laughs> And then you know when you go to the Mexican side in Mexico, you know you have. You know all the handcrafted things. You know, cosas artesanías, and you know, a lot of like stuff that you would not find. You know, at a, for example, at Walmart, you wouldn't find like a un sarape at, at a Walmart. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I feel like even like downtown McAllen. Um, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's another one. Because it's like, it just. I feel like sometimes you feel like you're in Mexico, you know, like mm, las pastas, yeah. los elotes, and yes, uh, wrong. like we've gone here in Brian, and they sell really good stuff. But yeah, but just it's something different. <laughs> definitely, it's nowhere near. I mean, it's close, but it's not exactly as like as per se, you know, the same as the valley, you know. Yeah. But like the taste is different, you know. The concept is the same, but yeah. the You know the overall, you know, taste is so so different. No, yeah, I totally agree with you. But going off of that, what would you say to someone who has not been to the valley, especially after if they if they tell you going off of the aspect like, but you left the valley to study, you know, like why yeah. would you leave if you love the valley? So personally, for me, like you know, one thing. The major reason I really want to leave the valley, um, you know, for college, you know, also one is to get the college experience. You know, as a college student, you know, we strive to know who we are. We want to learn to be independent. And in the valley, you know, I have my, you know, I have my like I'm being grateful that I have my family support when I'm in the valley. But I don't want to be too dependent on them where. I won't be able to learn how to live on my own, what I can do, what I can't do, you know, and you know, I need to set my own boundaries, you know, what you know. So, with that being said, I mean, um, I wanted to leave the valley for because of that reason. I mean, I wanted to learn to be independent, or like that's my main uh, priority when I left. But at the same time, I wanted to explore different cultures as well because you know in the valley we're very predominantly all hispanics there like there's not much of like diversity as, as we could say but you know i had to get out of my comfort zone i really did have to get out of my comfort zone and you know i want to learn and you know study what's out there and that's what i did no oh, yes 
Um, I, I agree with you too on that. I feel, I feel like I wouldn't have, not that I wouldn't have valued the valley as much as I do now, but it does put a lot of perspective when we say like, there's nothing to do in the valley. Especially when you come to a school that is like one of the largest schools in the United States, you know, like Texas yeah. University <laughs> is going to be the largest. Yeah. Come here and mind you, we come from like a really small part of like Texas, mm-hmm. like people consider. And we're always like, there's nothing to do. But then you come to like the largest university with so many people from so many different backgrounds from Houston, San Antonio. But Brian, like Brian College Station is so small, you know? No, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. So it makes you like kind of be like, wow. Like it doesn't, it's not that the Valley doesn't have much to do related to businesses and stuff like that. But there's so many things to do. Like we have the beach right there. And it's like a really nice beach, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I feel like it puts a lot of perspective into how, like, how great the valley really is. Yeah, and also, like, um, you know, there's all those little small businesses. Every single corner you turn, you will find a little small business. And it's literally your upfront adventure. Every single, you know, taco truck you find, you'll find you know, an adventure. Every single stand or, you know, troca there is different, you know? Not a single one is the same. So, you know, every time you go into a little small business, it's literally you're up for an adventure. <laughs> no, for sure. And then, okay, again, I have one question for you. I have All two, right. two of these. All right. <laughs> Before we conclude this, um, one, the first question would be, do you think Laredo is part of the valley? No, it is not <laughs> part of the valley. Although, although they do have the error code 956. Yes, yes, I agree with that part. If you look at a Texas map, that little small slanted portion at the very bottom tip, that's what's considered the Rio Grande Valley. If you and then if you look at Laredo, Laredo is like way a little bit more higher up than that little slanted portion. So with that being said, Emily, Laredo is not part <laughs> of the valley. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then my second question would be, how do you know someone is from the valley without them ever telling you they're from the valley? So basically going off with those TikToks, like, tell me you're from the Valley without telling me you're from the Valley. (laughs) Um, So one main thing is the, (laughs) that's what they say all the time. You know, when they are saying something funny, they're like, nah, really? (laughs) Or when, you know, I don't know, it's that what they say. I don't know how to say that. I agree. Uh, Nothing. No, I agree. So, what advice would you give someone who has never been to the Valley before? And obviously, the Valley is really Hispanic. So, sometimes it can kind of be like the opposite. Like, people feel intimidated, right? To kind of the whole predominantly Hispanic area. What would you tell those people or just anyone in general? Um... For a person that is they're visiting for the first time in the valley, you know, I would highly suggest just to be yourself. Honestly, like it's 
like a normal city, you know. For example, we're visiting McCown because I know McCown is one of the biggest cities that you'll think about, you know, River Grande Valley. Um, if you're visiting McAllen, you know, Mission, you know, Far, you know, Bronzeville, Harlingen, all of those areas, Edinburgh, whatever. Um, it's like any normal city, you know, Austin, Houston. You're not going to feel intimidated, you know. It's just enjoy it, you know. Um, yeah, there might be a lot of, you know, you know, Hispanics there, but at the same time, just go with an open mind. Go with an open mind. Try different things. And, you know, if you need help, there will literally be someone there to help you no matter what. You know, if you have any questions like, oh, do you have any recommendations of a, of a good uh, taqueria or or they sell the best tacos, They'll, you, each person will have their own opinions and, you know, you'll just have to go on an adventure to find out which is the best one for you. I mean, I mean, it's, it's all about the adventure. That's how I say it. It's all in the adventure. I agree. I agree with you. Well, Jen, um, I want to thank you for being here today in the RGB Gal <laughs> I hope we see you soon again. Oh, for Let's sure, for sure. Being <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but with this, the podcast does conclude, and I want to thank you again. All right. Thank you so much, Emily, for having me here. And, you know, I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Adios, chavos. <laughs>